You are listening to a Nerd Room Podcast, a member of the Star Wars Commonwealth Podcast Network. Be sure to check out more from the Star Wars Commonwealth on the web at StarWarsCommonwealth.com and take your first steps into a larger world. Everyone and welcome to Nerd Room. We talk all things Star Wars, Marvel, and DC. This episode number one hundred and thirty-five. We're discussing the Captain Marvel first look. I'm Ronero's Tim. I'm Troy. And guess who's back, ladies and gentlemen? It's Sanjay. Oh man, it feels so great to have you <laughs> back. To have the boys back in the room, first of all, and all three of us together. It's going to be an exciting discussion this week. I am so stoked to finally talk in detail with images about Captain Marvel. This is the next big Marvel Cinematic Universe film and the last stop before we get to Avengers 4. It's it's incredible that we got this, and I, I said this, I threw this out there. This is probably the most excited I've been from seeing stills for an MCU film. Wow, that's a, that's a huge claim. Yes, it's, it's, it's everything, and we'll get into it, but it's everything from the throwback to Ronan to the suit Everything looks on point here. It's all about, to me, this retroactive, this retconning they're doing and bringing in characters from other film franchises and tying this up in this huge cosmic bow. I'm so excited to talk about this, boys, but <laughs> I'm even more excited to have both of you back here in the nerd room, particularly you, Sanjay. We oh, haven't shucks. seen you in almost a month. You're making me blush. I, that's the intention. <laughs> if you could see me now, my face is beet red. Yes. Tim <laughs> just, he always has those sweet uh, nothings that he whispers to me. Yes, from across the table into this microphone (laughs) (laughs) well thanks thanks for welcoming me back you know yeah it's been a busy couple weeks for me you know i was in vegas i was out partying it's just been uh it's been a fun time and i'm but i'm glad to be back yeah we're glad to have you back here and like we always do at the top of these episodes before we get into discussion about captain marvel and all that which we will get to a little later on the episode we always like to kick it off with our week, and for you, Sanjay, your weeks in Nerd. You've had a pretty busy few weeks. Your YouTube video went back up on Sunday, and you detailed a lot of your Vegas haul. But for those of us here, and for those that haven't seen the video, what's going on? How was your Vegas haul? How was your last few weeks in Nerd? Yeah, my last few weeks in Nerd have been really good, guys. Yeah, Um, Vegas, I picked up close to 40 movies. That's insane. Wow. Um, but you know, as I was talking to you, Troy, before we started recording, steelbook collecting in the U.S. is just a whole nother ball game. I walked into Best Buy in the U.S. and they had about like a whole section of steelbooks, like over ten. And in Canada, there's maybe at any given time two at three at like a very good day. Like you'll never get the amount of steelbooks that they get in the U.S. And I was lucky because I happened to be there when uh, Disney was re-releasing Hocus Pocus and Nightmare Before Christmas on Steelbook. And so, you know, I got there and the stores only had about five copies and I got there, the store opened at 10, it was like 940 and there was a lineup out the door. Come on. Yeah. And I was like, are you kidding me? Like, I, I thought I was the only one, but thankfully I was able to snag a copy. But then as I was leaving the store, there was like two other ladies behind me in the line and they were also buying the steelbook for Hocus Pocus. And we got chatting about steelbooks and stuff. It's, it's just a whole nother level in the States for steelbook collecting than in Canada. It's like... 
I feel like I'm missing out. Like, I think I may move to the stage just for the steelbooks. <laughs> <laughs> That's incredible, man. I was about to make fun of you for Hocus Pocus. <laughs> and then you tell me there's a line out the door. Huge fan base. Oh, my goodness. Wow. And the good thing was it was $13. Wow, American though, right? Yeah, so it's like thirty dollars Canadian. Yeah. (laughs) Now, Hocus Pocus is a great movie. I mean, if you're looking for a good family Halloween movie for the kids, Hocus Pocus, you can't go wrong with that. No, you are right. (laughs) Steelbook though, lining up for it. Oh yeah. I guess I've lined up for plastic numerous times. (laughs) So, well, who am I to judge? (laughs) I mean, you. We all have our own. vices vices that's right and vegas is the city of vices my vice just happens to be movies and you know there's worse things you could be addicted to in vegas so a lot worse (laughs) (laughs) other than that man how's how's life how's everything no life is good you know i'm come back but i haven't slowed down my movie collecting um what are you up to now well you know the the sad news the tragic passing of burt reynolds r.i.p legend rest in peace yeah so you know i went through my movie collection i'm like i only have three burt reynolds films like, that's not enough. So I've been like hitting the streets, you know, trying to find some more, but they seem to be selling out. Like a lot of people have said that like people are going into stores and buying him more now that he's passed away, trying to like go back and watch him. Um, so I've been watching a couple and, you know, I really enjoy his movies and it got, got me thinking, okay, you know, like, he was really famous in the seventies. So if you had to go back in time and cast him in either like a DC or Marvel role when he was like in his heyday and his prime as a character, who would you cast him as? I really struggle with this one because I don't really have I, I any connection to Burt Reynolds personally. Like I don't, I couldn't even rattle off anything maybe other than Smoking the Bandit, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and he made an appearance in Dukes of Hazard, the film with uh, Sean William Scott and oh, John Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are the only two I can really picture him in, and that maybe saying a little bit about my my <laughs> my film watching kind of background or whatever. Yeah. But the person that comes on top of my head is original nick fury oh okay, yeah cool. totally nice. like little gray in the the sides here yeah, yeah. mustache maybe yeah. i don't know yeah i like it i like cool. it yeah eye patch uh, yeah maybe he could fit that role that'd be pretty nice. cool yeah. Nice. yeah how about you troy you know just because of the mustache i was going with tony stark yeah that's what you know, i was gonna the, say the old too. school tony stark yeah. iron man armor you know yeah um yeah that worked for me man yeah 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 nice, i nice. go with that I was going to say Iron Man, but, yeah. you know, it's a good Sorry, choice. Man. No, that's all right. I was going to say also Thomas Wayne. Oh, cool. Batman's dad, yeah. yeah. Or uh, Hal Jordan. He's kind of got that Ooh. bravado, that, like, cockiness of uh, fighter jet pilot. I think that would have been a good fit. You know what would also be cool is uh, Marvel's Hercules. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. Him, I could see him do that, get real jacked up. Yeah, yeah. He has that, that, that jawline and everything. Yeah. yeah. It's funny because, like, in the 70s, like, he was, like, jack for the time but yeah. then like in the 80s like it just something happened where like the action stars just got arnold like, arnold like yeah. he just blew up like you know Frigna and arnold yeah yeah, yeah it just like became like this like impossible standard whereas like in the 70s kind of seemed like an everyman you know like yeah. you, you could have like friends dads that you saw that had like the build of burt reynolds yeah you know they're a bad bad man yeah and became, right? <laughs> yeah and the barbarian yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that is a, a sad passing, you know, yeah. with Aretha Franklin That's a right. couple weeks yeah. ago, yeah. Burt Reynolds, you know, again, we're seeing this trend. We saw this last year, too. We're losing mm-hmm. some of the more recognizable people, mm-hmm. not so much from our generation. I find that, like I said, my connection to Burt Reynolds isn't that strong. Right. 
But this is something that, like, as, you know, with our parents, they're seeing the people that they grew up with watching mm-hmm. films and TV with pass away. And it's, it's sort of sad to, to kind of even project ourselves into the future a bit. And us going through that. Like, we have these people that we've never met but have yeah. this connection to through film, through TV, through whatever. And, you know, looking back at, you know, if we were to lose someone else from the Star Wars universe, losing, you know, Carrie Fisher was mm-hmm. very difficult because it's a character that you know, I kind of grew up with. Yep. And so yep. you're looking at this and it's, it's really sad. And, you know, it's tragic to see these people go, but they're leaving a very long lasting legacy. You mm-hmm. know, we're looking at someone like Burt Reynolds, Carrie Fisher, Aretha Franklin, like there's a lot there. And I think those people, and I hope that someday I have an impact on at least maybe you two, that <laughs> oh yeah look at my basement yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah your pot your wants <laughs> but it's it's having that lasting impact that i think is cool it's a, a big legacy that these people are leaving behind yeah well speaking of legacy have you guys ever had the burt reynolds at the bar the shot oh yeah well that was a huge thing like, oh yeah. a couple years ago in our friend group yeah, yeah. it's you go with the finger on the nose <laughs> yeah everyone had the burt reynolds shot yeah, yeah. my dad has a uh, has a mustache <laughs> and sometimes we call it by his name <laughs> <laughs> that's epic that's epic one movie i will suggest if you're not too familiar with burt reynolds film category or like his acting ability is actually his last movie, The Last Movie Star, uh, directed by Adam Rifkin. Stars Burt Reynolds. He goes to this like small town movie festival that's honoring him. It's just like an amazing, amazing film. I watched it. I bawled my eyes out. And that was before he passed away. So I haven't seen it since he's passed away because I'll probably cry even more. But it's just this beautiful film. So check it out. Uh, it's a, it came out this year. It's called The Last Movie Star. That's yeah. my plug. Great, nice. great recommendation. Yeah. Now... Moving on here just a little bit here. It's always hard to pull ourselves away yeah. from a tragic passing on that. But, Troy, I've seen a lot. I've seen some action on Twitter, and I've yeah, seen man. a lot of people talking about Spider-Man on PS4. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know you've been playing. I saw your huge setup, oh. Steelbook. Oh, yeah. It's a statue. statue in there. There's a, there's a book in there, um, a sticker. You mentioned the Steelbook already. Man, it's jam-packed. This is, this is cool. It's been a good year, you know, because my two biggest things for 2018 – was Anakin Skywalker Hot Toys yeah. and get my hands on the Spider-Man PS4 game. And Ooh. I'm good, man. Like, this has been a great <laughs> year just, just with those two. But, um, man, this game, what more can I say? Yeah. It's it's incredible. The web swinging, you know, every Spider-Man game, they try and revamp the uh, web swinging mechanics. But this game just nails it completely. The graphics are incredible. There's people on Twitter that are posting, like, incredible screenshots because you can actually do like a photography mode in this game where you can throw on filters you can throw in a background so you have like a frame of like amazing spider-man oh wow there's really cool things you can do and you can do it anytime whether it's a cutscene or in game like it's it's awesome and the story the story i won't spoil anything so i'm i'm almost done i'm like 75 percent way through and i've collected a lot of stuff in the game <laughs> but the story is so fantastic the relationship between miles and peter and uh mary jane's good that's probably my only downfall is they didn't quite nail the mary jane character for me um just her her career path is a little different than i'd like but other than that man this game is incredible octopus is in there nice. Norman osborne's in there <sighs> go out there and get a ps4 if you don't have one go out there and get this game it's <laughs> it's incredible there's ventress tower i saw Avengers tower you could take a screenshot spider-man can take like selfies oh, with cool. himself in front of like Avengers nice. tower i, I saw um you're gonna kill. I'm gonna get a lot of hate right now. Uh, Doctor Strange's house. What's it called? Sanctum Centorium. Thank you. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> you can see that in the game. There's cool. just so many cool things. There's like little missions where you can go around collecting Spider-Man's like backpacks throughout many different like missions that he's had throughout his career. Nice. Because he's about 24 in this game, so all the high oh. school stuff's done. 
awesome game, man. It's I can't wait to go back home and play it. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, yeah we had to drag him away from it <laughs> to come here and record until you guys. Go. He's actually I, playing right now yeah. <laughs> in the background. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've heard nothing but good things about this yeah, game. Yeah, man. Uh, particularly when it comes to the mechanics and yeah. the, the selfie stuff was a huge hit on oh, Twitter. It's, this it's crazy, man. They even uh, released something now where Spider-Man can do a little nod to uh, Spider-Man 3 where he'll like do like the, the whole like gun kind of hand thing, really? you know? To, oh, like, really? Yeah. I, if, if you listen to me, you can't really see what I'm doing, but he's, he's pointing to people making like the gun <laughs> that kind scene, of That's right? cool. Yeah. The, from Spider-Man yeah. 3. It's, it's really cool. And the cool thing too is um, his chatter, you know, he's always saying something constantly and a lot of times, it's always something new. Like That's cool. the, the dialogue they have going on with this character is crazy, but he does a lot of like BS talking, and it's <laughs> it's awesome, man. If you like that scene from Spider-Man: Homecoming where he does that thing with his voice, where he's like, "I'm not a boy, I'm a man. No, oh, I'm not yeah. a man." You know, he does that whole thing. They do a lot of That's that so in good. this game. Awesome. It's so good, and, they, yeah. and they, they do it. That costumes in this game too from Homecoming. Like, oh, wow. there's so many costumes you can unlock. Too. It's just oh man. Game of the year right now. For yeah? Me. yeah. So you should stick to making games then, eh? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you don't really realize how much money games make, but so this, this game probably sold, what, 5 million copies? I don't know the exact number. But I mean, games, what, retail at 80 bucks right 80 now? 80 bucks? Canadian? So 80 bucks, say even 2 million copies, that's $160 million. Like, that's a movie opening. That was, what was $160 million? That's like... It's higher than Solo. That's higher than Solo. Like $160 million. It's more than that, man. That's yeah. a lot of dinero. That's probably more than Homecoming made. And, and that's not weekend. including like DLC eventually that comes out, right? Where you got to oh, pay for like 12 yeah. bucks, 22 bucks for more content. Like eventually it'll happen. So yeah, this game's going to make some money for yeah. sure. Nice. For nice. sure. So did you find yourself confined to the to your nerd room playing that all weekend? Or oh, did you have yeah. a chance to get out of the hunt? <laughs> you know what? Crazy thing is actually um, somehow I managed to go out. Uh, shout out to Alpha Comics. I went and picked up some comic books. Finally, cool thing is, I happened to run on run in the same day is as your uh, Red and White yeah thing going on. So there's a Red and White comic. It's a comic and expo show or a comic it's, and toy show. It, exactly. So over at Comics uh, Alpha Comics, they had 25 percent off, which was oh, cool. Nice. So I struck gold. Yeah. And so because I've been slacking on my comics, so I got a major deal when I picked up, and uh, I'm, I'm all caught up now. Nice. So it's good, man. It's good. What, nice. what do you got going on? Well, I went to this. So there's this thing called the the Red and White. I think it's twice a year. It's just a small comic and toy show over at McMahon Stadium, mm -hmm. and the only heated part of, <laughs> of <laughs> yeah. the stadium. It's an open air stadium for football. Um, but I went there with my dude Joey. Shout out to Joey. Yeah, nice. Um, he was in Hunt for Some Funko Pops, and I took the little one as well. She got she wanted to dress up, so nice. we let her dress cool. up as Elsa and all that. Nice. Um, so we went there and did a little bit of hunt. I didn't do much comic book flipping, but I did get my hands on some vintage action figures from Star Wars. Very Empire Strikes Back focused. Yes. I got Lando Calrissian. I got the uh, the Cloud City pilot as well as an Ugnaught. Um, so I'm trying to do it. I was thinking back, and I actually listened back to our um, 2018 episode or, or whatever we're making our nerdy resolutions and all that. Right. Mm -hmm. And my goal was to get 10 vintage Star Wars action figures. And I only got a few months left and I'm up to six at this point. Sick. You can so, do it. You can do it. I know I can. So I'm only, <laughs> I'm only grabbing ones that are like five, six bucks yeah. that are pretty beat up. No weapons. I just want to have the full collection and I don't need to have it in like mint condition or perfect shape. I just want to have the whole run. That's a little charming character to it. Too, yeah, know, I like it. Like they beat yeah. up. They've been yeah. played with a little bit. And then I did pick up a uh, Captain America Funko Pop, the Walmart exclusive Infinity War version where he's got the Black Panther gauntlet right, right. on. 
Oh. Um, I, con- I I went back and forth. Do I want this? Do I want? I had pulled up what the original looked like. It didn't have the gauntlet. So I was like, I got to get this. My dude cap. Yeah. And then Joey, he grabbed a Hulkbuster. Oh. Like the big one, Funko Pop. Six, six, six inch Funko Pop. Nice. For 20 bucks. Is it from the Infinity War? Yeah. Like the Ruffalo? Yeah. Wow. Oh, crazy. So really? He looked at me. He's like, I kind of want this. And I said, it's 20 bucks, man. Pull the trigger. Yeah. It's going to be gone. Yeah. yeah. So he yeah. picked it up and some How to the Duck stuff. So. No oh, cool. Yeah. Nice. So it was a lot of fun. We weren't there for too long. And it's a fairly small show. Um, it's very heavily comic focused. But if you're in the Calgary area or whatever, I think there's one. There's one in September always, and I think there's one in the spring as well. Yeah. It's a great show. Like, you can be in and out of there in an hour, hour and a half if you really want. Everything from vintage toys to more modern toys like Black Series. Another huge realization I had while I was there is that because I opened my Marvel Legends, yeah. I can open, I can buy unboxed Marvel Legends yeah. to yeah. set up. So I didn't buy anything. But it's something that kind of got rolling in my head that I never really fully realized that I can buy these things probably for 10, 15 bucks at shows yeah. because I set them up. I don't need to have them mint in box, which you're getting 20 to $45 for some of these, right? That's true. Yeah. That's true. Um, so it's kind of a cool realization I had. But the only problem, and this is a problem at any con, is when you're buying from other collectors, everything seems way overpriced. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. incredibly overpriced. And bargaining is very difficult. But the nice thing... I got everything I got, I got at least $5 off. Nice. I just said, I kind of went your route, and I was just like, <laughs> uh, can I have this for 20 instead of, you know, 28 And they're like, oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, so I did well. king at that. Yeah. yeah, I could vouch for that, for sure. So, and then I've also been taking a deep dive back into comics as well. I uh, finished the Beckett one-shot. How is from, it? So I really liked it. What, what is it? Can you spoil it, or you want to tell me uh, I don't after? want to spoil it. I can tell you after. Yeah. There's not really much in there, um, but it's... It feels very Han Solo-esque. Oh, okay. The, the character of Beckett in it. Nice, nice. Um, everything from the dialogue to even the movements in the comic book panels, I, I feel like I'm looking at Han Solo. So it's kind of a nice parallel there. Yeah. Val and Rio in it are really good too. Cool. And so it's, I've put the boots to every one shot that's tied into a movie because I said, you know, this isn't what I wanted. Right. It's not really that great. Mm-hmm. This, I want more of. I want to see more of these characters because they actually go on a kind of a cool mission and yeah. you get more of those characters that we spend very little time with right. in Solo. Do we see like the original member too that died before Chewie and Han took their place? Remember there was one more member? No, this is just Beckett, Rio, and Val. Oh, yeah. okay. So especially Rio and Val, like two characters we spent almost zero time yeah, with. that's yeah. right. I kind of like what they did in here. So I'm going to say like... High level. Go grab this Beckett book. Okay. I, I actually sat there and I was like, I wish there was more of this. Do you know who the the author or the writer of that one? Yeah, the author is. I got it right here. Is it's Duggan? He's done some Star Wars stuff. Okay. Um, I don't I can't remember his first name, but uh, Doug. Yeah, Doug <laughs> Duggan. <laughs> no, it's a Gary uh, Gary Duggan, Jerry Duggan. Sorry. Okay. He's done some other Star Wars stuff. Cool. I can't remember. So nice he's, cover. he's quite good. It's, yeah, a, it's, it's nice. a little expensive at four ninety nine cover price. It's a double issue though, mm-hmm. but really enjoyable. And there's some stuff with Emphy's Nest in there too. Oh yeah. Because you know how they've been butting heads for a while, as it kind of alluded to in the film. Right. Mm-hmm. And so there's some cool stuff in there. So I want to almost see a bit more of this because cool. I don't know if we're gonna get any more in depth stories focused in around these characters because of Solo and that the well, way it performs. Especially because so. I want to know about his uh, relationship when he kills what's her face, the um, the bounty hunter. Yeah, um, uh, Asajj. No, is it no? Uh, Aurora Singh. Yes. yes. Yeah, because they, they hinted about that. They yes. talked about that in the movie. So I want to. There's more dive stories to tell there. There, yeah, for yeah. sure. Okay. And then Vader. Have you caught up on Vader? 
I picked up the two, what is it, they're up to 20 right now? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I picked up the two of them, but I haven't read them yet. I've yeah. been uh, web swinging. 20? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 20 slow start, good finish. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Cool, okay. So that's all I'll say about that. Nice. Then, uh, that's been pretty much it. I've got caught up in Captain America. Yeah. This new Captain America run, it is incredible. Killing it, eh? It's so good. Back to basics. Black Panther nice. shows up in the last no two way. issues. Ooh. It's by the, it's the same author that is writing the Black Panther books, right. and I caught up on all them a while ago. And so there's some nice ties in there nice. with characters and all that. Oh, it's so well done. Art's Captain dope America, too. The art is on point. It yeah. is absolutely fantastic. Nice. nice it's got that gritty kind of down to earth Captain America, Black Panther vibe to it. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's it's great stuff. So comics, everything collected. It's been a great great week for me. Nice. Comics are really good right now, man. I know yeah, so a, good. a little bit. Maybe a year ago, we we're kind of a little down. Yeah. I, I was rooting for DC a lot. Right now, I feel like everything's good on both ends. DC yeah. and Marvel are both kicking ass right now. Nice. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I've actually caught up on some comics as well. Caught up on Wonder Woman and reading some more Batman and Justice yeah. League. I'm I'm liking what I'm reading. And it's How's good. that Snyder run on Justice League? I like it. It's good, eh? Yeah, I like it. Um, John's is still my favorite run, but this one is probably my second favorite. It's a lot better than the Rebirth launch because the Rebirth oh, yeah, was the dry. Oh, yeah, I didn't like the Rebirth no. launch at all. This one I really like. And they had like that uh, No Fear one or that like four-issue miniseries. With like Brainiac, I don't know if you saw that oh, one. When they had the armors, everybody was armored up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, I like that. I thought that was pretty cool. It's like yeah. a neat idea. And then Justice League Dark came out. Yeah. I'm glad to see that you know Marvel and DC, they're both firing on all cylinders. Yeah, man. And that just pushes everyone to do better and do more. And yeah. competition, you know, makes makes everyone want to like be number one, be that top dog. Yeah. Well, I think this is the most positive we've been about comics yeah. in like over a year. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I'm really, I'm doing a one comic a night before I yeah. go to bed is this kind of my goal. And that's what I've been doing. I've been having an absolute blast. Oh, it's like, it's I'm, I'm fully back into form with this. Definitely. And, and yeah. trades like right now, I know we're talking about it, but like, like, uh, Justice League for one, I'm going to do yeah. in a trade form. Like some things are just so good to read and trade where yeah. you yeah. just, just dive in feed that hunger you get six issues in you know in one sitting yeah, oh it's, yeah it's great man. i yeah. love it well i've been seriously contemplating and i'm at the point now where i'm gonna pull the trigger on marvel yeah. unlimited yeah it's like 70 bucks for a year subscription to their almost like it's like twenty thousand issue backlog or a back catalog yeah. where you can go back and basically trade read right and i don't yeah. want to do it because i always want to have i don't always want to support local comic book shops yeah uh, so the new issues going forward i'm gonna buy but going backwards to reads like Hickman's yeah. Run and Fantastic oh, Four again, so and to good. go back and read more of some niche issues on things that I've missed or I want to catch up on, like going back and reading a bunch of Captain Marvel stuff right. before yeah. going to the film. I want to use it for that because I'm finding with the single issue collecting, by the time I get the full run, it's been like three years Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to collect. If it's something older or more specific or a little bit more a niche story, yeah. I still don't have all of some of the runs I want. Mm -hmm. And so... And I refuse to start up reading it until I've got the full run. Of course. Yeah, yeah, of course. And so this going back, it's like, yeah, 70 bucks is quite a bit. But realistically, it's a couple weeks, three weeks of the comic book shop. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. And yeah. Like, I spend on average about 25, 20 to 25 bucks a week. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so if I just don't buy a couple of trades, it kind of makes up for yep, it. Yeah, for so sure. So I'm going to go into it. This was a bit following grabs. I accidentally signed up for Comixology. <laughs> and he was kind of saying, well, what should I read? And I'm thinking, this is a good idea. And I, I thought it was hundreds of dollars 70 yeah. bucks and that's yeah. like the premium where you get like a thanos patch and all this no way Ooh, so i have yeah but uh i'm really excited about the potential i want to get caught up on all my new comics before mm -hmm. i pull the trigger on that cool because i don't want to be overlapping and missing out on stuff so yeah i'm i'm there i think i've decided that i'm going to do it awesome nice yeah awesome. so i'll let you guys know how it goes cool yeah let me know let yeah me know. now now sanjay we we've yeah. got something special coming up here in a couple of weeks 
It's Ant-Man the Wasp release. Oh, yeah. You already know I pre-ordered the Steelbook. Of course you did. Yeah, of course you did. Yeah. So this drops, and it was officially announced the other day, that uh, we will be seeing it on digital HD on October 2nd. And two weeks later, on October 16th, we will be seeing the Blu-ray Steelbook. Perfect. Are you excited for it? Absolutely. It is the 20th MCU film. I think this will be, I think... Uh, my 13th or my 14th steelbook from the MCU. So yeah, you're almost there. Right? Almost there. But the unfortunate part is I don't have any of phase one and that's the really expensive one. Well, they're reissues <laughs> too, right? They weren't actually put out as steelbooks in Canada or the U S right? Uh, like I think they were like future shop, but like, that's just a Canadian store. So that's yeah. why like the original Iron Man is super expensive yeah. because it was only out in future shop in Canada. But like, yeah, I think even like Captain America, first Avenger, stuff like that. Like, I don't think the U.S. got steelbooks until Thor The Dark World. Yeah. Well, the first time I heard about steelbooks was from a U.K. podcast or a uh, U.K. podcast that was on an American podcast. And I had no idea what they were. And this is where this kind of evolved from and evolved to your you crazy jerk. obsession. <laughs> 200 now, you jerk. <laughs> That's a lot of cheddar. <laughs> no, but I'm excited to see Eminem and the Wasp again. I, um, I kind of forgot. Really, I only saw it once in theaters. Yeah. And I've kind of forgot really about it and then all of a sudden this popped up and said it's released in october i feel like i just saw it yeah <laughs> that's crazy. i think yeah. it's like three months now is the cycle time remember like back when we were kids it'd be like a year oh yeah like movies would be in theaters for six months yeah i, I feel like it was at least eight months oh, oh yeah. yeah super long time like right? this yeah. is barely out of theaters like this yeah. came out in july so august september were two months yeah. three months out of theater not yeah, even three months crazy. from a release. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I think is they're trying to combat uh, digital downloads yeah, yeah. or like illegal downloads, and you know, you release it closer to the theater time. Maybe they're thinking more people will buy it. Like, oh, it, yeah. increase and those sales numbers. That's and... true. I'm surprised they're not a bit closer to Christmas, realistically. Yeah. Uh, trying to hit that, but it's it's hard because, you, like you said, it's combating. It really is that. It's yeah. Get it onto the digital service as quick as possible and get it out to in people's hands. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because. Otherwise, in like every anyone in university or whatever is stealing stuff yeah. off the internet. Oh, for sure. Um, but us here, we're I'd say relatively and or very much so supportive of the industry itself. No. Oh, for and sure. I get excited for this stuff. I'm I'm really excited for a digital copy. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, if you want that steelbook copy, I always order two. I know you do. <laughs> when so this guy when when he orders all three of us steelbooks, so for Black Panther or for Infinity War and all that. He ordered four copies. Yeah. <laughs> and he goes through them with a fine tooth comb. And Troy and I, we say, take the best ones. Mine is in a plastic sheet. I'm probably never going to really appreciate it as much as you do. <laughs> I look at mine every night and yeah. sing it to bed. Yeah, rock it. Oh, yeah. Steel books. <laughs> I'm like Thanos. I got to collect them all. Yeah, that is, I, I feel your pain. <laughs> and we talked a little bit last week about the solo release. That comes out in a couple weeks, next week, I believe. That's right. Uh, no, yeah. next week is Jurassic World. Yeah. And then the week after that. Is solo. Is solo. I think it's the, maybe the 14th is the digital and then the following oh, week yeah, is the, yeah. uh, the Steelbook. But one cool thing that we now can see from Solo, we talked last week about the extras and all that, but they officially released the Darth Maul scene from Solo online. And what was kind of cool about it is I only saw Solo once in theaters, and I never had really seen that scene again. I went back and watched it like three times. Nice. It's a great scene. It's awesome. You know, and some people I, in the past were debating, you know, about the lightsaber. Why did he turn it on? Why did he use the force and all this? And it was pure intimidation. Yeah. That's yeah. Like, that's and I, I loved it. Was it, um, was it Sam Witter or is it Ray Park that did the voice? Sam Witter. It was. Yeah. Because it, yeah. 
I couldn't, and I didn't catch this the first time because yeah. I think I was so off guard. But when I watched it on YouTube, <laughs> I got all of that, like that old master voice. Yes, it oh, was. Yeah. It's so good. Epic, I, I don't right? know. That's that's like between that and the well, Red, Red Skull? Skull cameo is better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like two huge cameos this year. <laughs> It's awesome. Yeah, Both it's red. incredible. Both are red faces, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're the same person now. <laughs> Fan theory. Yeah, and you, you heard something cool about Sam uh, Witter. Yeah, um, yeah, on the Star Wars show on yeah. YouTube there. I guess Sam Witter was being interviewed, and um, he talked about the process of him doing the voice acting for, for Maul on the on the big screen for Solo. And he's talking to Ron Howard, and he said, well, what lightsaber are you going to use for this scene? Ron Howard's like, oh, I'm going to use the double-bladed, you know, Phantom Menace lightsaber. And Sam Witter being just like the Star Wars guru that he is, he corrected him right away. He's like, you, you can't. That doesn't exist. It's, it's gone. <laughs> he's like, the time frame right now either has to be the Inquisitors or the Dark Blade, the Dark Saber. You know, I thought, thank goodness this guy's here <laughs> to correct him. Because I think it's important, right, that these guys it, touch base. Yeah. They have to know these things. And I mean, Ron Howard, he's a busy guy. He's not completely invested in the Star Wars universe. But, you know, there needs to be guys on deck, you know, going over their script or any of these kind of things um, that can that can correct these things. It shouldn't really be up to uh, the voice actor, no. especially. But thank goodness he was there to correct that man. Cause... They, they should hire us for episode nine. They should. Yes. I mean, I would be there with a fine tooth comb nah. looking over stuff. <laughs> Where, why, why isn't Han Solo in your script? Yeah, what's going on? This, this character should be <laughs> more Chewbacca, damn it. Why is Chewie wearing sweats? Yeah, <laughs> he needs a tank top. <laughs> well, it's pretty cool that, that they're the voice actors and that people that are part of that universe have a vested interest in it. It's yes. not just a paycheck to them, exactly. You know, as part of it, of course, <laughs> but they, they have a vested interest in these characters. Mm-hmm. And I, I want to see this is another story I want to see flesh out a bit more yes. is this Kira Mall stuff. And this underworld part of Star Wars, the, the connectivity to the Crimson Dawn and yeah. everything around that space of the Son of Dathomir. Oh. I really want more of that. And I think really the only forum for that now is probably in comics. And given how good I think Beckett was, yeah. I would be happy to spend time in that solo universe, not even looking at Solo or Chewie. Just focus in on some of the periphery characters or the supporting cast from that film in comic book form. Well, I'm excited too because, I mean, obviously now that we've got the announcement of Clone Wars coming back. Yes. And we know it's going to tie into the Soka book. We're going to get Maul back, which is going to be just fantastic to see him and Maul or Ahsoka and Maul go at it. It's going to be great. You can always have Maul, you know, in your life when it comes to Star Wars because we just never had enough of him on the big screen, obviously, going Mm -hmm. back to Phantom Menace. Yeah, he should have been a continuer right there. He really should have. Yeah. Yeah. Exciting stuff, though. I'm I'm excited again to rewatch Solo. Like I said that last week, and I'll say it again. Like after watching this Maul scene, I got to consume more of this in this this universe with Beckett and everything. I'm, I got this huge reinvigoration between nice. the MCU, Captain Marvel, <laughs> everything going on with Solo here. It's exciting right now. It's exciting crazy. time. Comic books are firing. It's, it's a great time to be a nerd. <laughs> Man, it's never been better to be a nerd. I was just going to say, should we do the 10 movie Star Wars marathon? I mean, there's 10 now. That's a lot of commitment time. We should do I couldn't, it. Even, I couldn't even come close to doing the MCU like three in a row. I, I, I could commit to nine of those films. <laughs> okay. We won't say which one. Because the one he doesn't want to watch is the highest selling Blu-ray of 2018. Yeah. I saw yeah. it selling that's like crazy. hotcakes. Yeah. 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 So, so Good for the industry. It. I mean, I that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. I think we all got a copy, didn't we? Oh, yeah. I did. Yeah. yeah. yeah mine might be a little dusty, but that's okay. <laughs> as long as you have it. That's all that matters. <laughs> Um, now, one part of the nerd universe, we'll say, or whatever you want to call it, that uh, we haven't spent a ton of time in recently is the Netflix stuff for yeah. Marvel. Now, we did a Defenders review with Kyle over at Tommy Sibber like a year ago or something. Yeah. 
and I haven't touched anything since. Now, since then, there was Jessica Jones season two dropped. Yeah. Iron Fist season two, or Jessica Jones season three. Season two. Season three. Is it season three? No. Sorry, season two. Yeah, season, season two. two sorry. sorry, yeah. And then Iron Fist season two also dropped within the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Now, I haven't, I didn't watch the first season, but one thing that's got me a little bit intrigued about it is that it's had the largest sophomore bump of a television show ever on Rotten Tomatoes. It oh. went from a 19% Rotten Tomato score <laughs> to a 52% Rotten Tomato score. Wow. So it has a big bump in quality. And I've heard a lot of people saying good things That's about good. it. I don't think I'm going to jump into it. Yeah. Because something else has intrigued me from that universe. And it was the Daredevil Season 3 teaser trailer. Now, Daredevil, I think we even said this a couple of weeks ago, that Daredevil and Punisher are the two that I'm, I'm still happy to watch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the others, it's a huge time commitment for something I'm not totally vested in anymore. Um, invested, I should say, actually. <laughs> but what do you guys think of this Daredevil Season 3 trailer? Pretty dark. We've got Matt Murdock in the old black uniform. I think this is new scenes. Yeah. He's in a church confessional and he's speaking very dark, kind of giving us a bit of insight that this is going to be a much darker season than we've seen in the past. I think the line was, he'd rather die as a devil than die as Matt Murdock. Right. Yeah. Which is, I'm excited for this. Like you, you mentioned this when we watched it. Yeah. feels very pun- Punisher-esque. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. You know, especially off the heels of season two there. I, I really like um, how that's going to work. But uh, no, th- this looks good. This little teaser. I just watched it right now here in the nerd room. And uh, I got to say, I-, I love it, man. Daredevil's always been consistent in the Netflix world, yeah. I have to say. And I think he's one of the shining um, points coming out of uh, Defenders as well. So I like what they're doing here. I hope we're going to get that uh, Daredevil born again. Honestly, yeah, yeah. I- I- I'm banking on it that we will. Yeah. And I hope we... Um, I am a fan of the red suit. But I wouldn't mind if they go back to just this black suit that we yeah. see here. Because it's, it's really cool. It's really grounded. Really gritty for this world that they've established. And uh, all around, man. I'm excited for this one. Yeah. Nice. You gonna pick it up? You have, have you watched season one or two? Uh, no. So, you know, I'm so far behind. You know, We're going to have to Netflix and chill and catch up. <laughs> Sanjay. Well, you know all, what that means. <laughs> you just watch Netflix and you chill on the couch, right? Yeah, that's exactly what it means. Perfect. All right. So we're going to Netflix and chill. You guys have committed to it with me. And uh, we're going to catch up. So hopefully our <laughs> listeners will join us. It's too long, man. It's like 26 <laughs> hours, season one and season two. Yeah. We can do it. We can do it. Um, honestly, I haven't watched it, but it does intrigue me. You know, maybe if Ben Affleck was still Daredevil, I'd give it more of a shot. Because, you know, he is the greatest superhero of all time. The ultimate Daredevil, right? Yeah. yeah. That park scene, eh? <laughs> oh, with Elektra. And then, I mean, he's blind. And they're still battling on a park. It's amazing. It's movie magic. Magic. (laughs) (laughs) This does look pretty good. I'm pretty excited about this. And if you look at the rumors that Bullseye is going to be the main villain, and Vincent D'Onofrio, who plays Kingpin, uh, I've been following him on Twitter, and he pops up on my... I got, for whatever reason, Twitter's giving me a superhero kind of thing that pops up and it's just like anything related to see so it's either Vincent D'Onofrio or Stephen Amell nice, <laughs> nice. The, the tweets I get the most of but he is he seems super excited about this this year or this Daredevil season three and his part in it he's saying I can't wait for you guys to see it and he's hyping this thing up pretty big and I loved his character in Daredevil season one it was so good so well developed and if they can have him and Bullseye and a very dark Daredevil Matt mm-hmm. Murdock this has potential to be kind of the, the pinnacle of that series. Even though definitely. the first two were really good, this one has the potential to be the best. For and sure. I'm definitely, this is a day one watch for me. Yeah. Hands down. Is Electra confirmed to come back in this one? I'd assume so. 
I did she didn't she die in Defenders? Did, I Whoa, thought he saved her. Spoiler alert! Never know why. <laughs> did he save? Oh yeah, no, they both they both did bite it. Yeah, they're in that underground yeah. thing with the dragon. Yeah, yeah, that's right. They the were magic. Both there. Yeah, because everybody else left. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah, they had that really weird fight scene that was like, yeah, it was the, supposed to be super grounded, but yeah. then it had like hip hop in the background. Yeah. It made no sense <laughs> with the record scratching. I think. Yeah, it wasn't, wasn't really good. But yeah, I guess they can't bring her back because that'd be the second time yeah. they killed her. That'd be a little ridiculous. Yeah. So. Sorry, double. Dude, uh, <laughs> I guarantee you're not going to commit now the 39 hours to watch Daredevil season one, season two, and Defenders. Oh yeah. my goodness, yeah. you get, that's you get, a lot of time. It's a lot. It's <laughs> a lot of commitment, and basically to watch that much, you'd have to get your wife on board. Yeah, yeah I don't think she's going to be super. Daredevil. we actually got into daredevil for a bit when our daughter was first born we'd yeah. watch it but then one thing or another we just we fell by the wayside but i was enjoying it yeah i may pick it up again always looking for new shows to get into so. then just skip over this part when you're listening back to it yeah <laughs> spoilers <laughs> so we're all on the same page now like would you say the netflix universe is it's just it's separate from the mcu like i've never once everybody was kind of on the fence like it's still attached yeah now and i tried to like... i tried really hard at one point to make it part of the the universe right. because i like i like the actors and i like yeah. the portrayals they've made i think the seasons are just too long yeah the stories have been really good like each first season was well done mm-hmm. with the exception of iron fist I, it's a cool universe yeah and these are characters that we probably would never seen otherwise in the mcu yeah i, I kind of wonder about daredevil now and, right. and luke cage if they would have you know if they can ha- now have a, a presence in the mcu right but yeah, I would say yeah, it's off to the side. I'm okay with it now mm-hmm. being a separate corner universe, adjacent right. universe, or you know, I someone you can almost refer to as um, extended universe stuff. Yeah, like mm-hmm. it's it's not part of proper canon, right? But it's stories. If you want some sort of supplemental material that kind of nods to it all, because so, some people, I guess, like nobody's been dusted yet. At least because nothing's oh, taking place. Yeah. after. Infinity War, I guess. But don't they no, no, like, like, before. I don't even know if because like, I don't know how the timeline works, but it right. seems very um, like it's all jammed together. Yeah, really post Avengers. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if they've even gotten to like Age of Ultron or Winter Soldier right. or anything like that, right? That's right. Civil yeah. War. Like I don't know if they've passed any of that yeah. in the timeline. I think if you just and someone's probably mapped this out, but I think that these things are happening. Like I think Defenders happens right after season two of Daredevil. Or right. pretty close, right? Because right. there's okay. some serious ties in there. Yeah. And then all that other stuff happens before Defenders. Yeah, yeah. So realistically, I'm not sure. I guess Jessica Jones and Iron Fist pick up after Defenders. So mm-hmm. I don't know where it sits in the timeline, but if it's a bit condensed towards Avengers a bit more and they're not zooming through or keeping pace the same way yeah. that the films are, you might not see the effect. It would be cool if they did the dusting right. at the end of Daredevil Season 3. Oh, that would man. be yeah. awesome. Crazy. Yeah. That would, that would really change things for me. Mm-hmm. That made me probably go back and watch everything. Iron Fist, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my dudes. Um, I think what we're going to do here, we're going to take a little break and we're going to shift over and do Krabs' question for the week and then we're going to come back with our main topic and discuss this EW spread on Captain Marvel, which nice. I'm super stoked for. But Grabs here has got a great question for us and this Troy's, week. Or, yeah, Troy or Tim, which one's going to do the theme song? I thought you were the rapper in the group. Yeah, we didn't have it for the last like, three weeks. We haven't been here, so... My rapper handle is Brown Sugar. Uh, You can find my debut album, Hitting Stars, next weekend. What's the title? (laughs) Genie in a Bottle. Appropriate. (laughs) You know, I also sing, um, you know, a cover song of Genie in a Bottle, Christina Aguilera's song. It's uh, it's pretty good. You should check it out. Sometimes I regret giving you this much space to talk. (laughs) 
You're like, you know, you give me the freedom of the rope, and I just hang myself with it every time. <laughs> but, uh, you know, let me know, you know, if, if this episode gets, we'll say, 350 listens, next episode, I will sing Genie in a Bottle. Okay, well, I, I love when people listen. <laughs> but if we get like 348, I'm cool with that. Yeah, I'll take it. You'll just be like viewing 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 till it gets yeah, over the fresh, counter yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like how did we get 350 just, views from tim alone i'll just serve it up so there is a way to get like a million downloads not a million but a whole bunch if you just serve it up on twitter and the when the bots attack it oh it's just like it's like you put a link in that directly plays the, oh. the episode and you can get your account way up wow it's kind of a it's weird sneaky way of getting downloads up but no one's listening right. so there's no point no point yeah, yeah. but yeah, so maybe I'll do that for you, and you can sing Gene in a bottle. Or maybe I won't even post the episode so that I, we don't... <laughs> we'll give the people what they want, you know. Okay. It gets the people going. I'm put a Twitter poll out, <laughs> and we'll see how many people want to hear that. <laughs> well, what if, okay, we'll say, like, say it does hit the 350. What if it hits the 500? What song are you guys going to commit? Then you guys shoot a music video to it. Yes. Uh, will you guys be my backup dancers? No, Troy, Troy, Troy. Troy will be the videographer, yeah. and I'll... Ask Troy to edit it. <laughs> you gotta be my backup dancers, and we'll wear the same outfits that they wear, and we'll shoot it. You've put way too much thought into this in a very short amount of time. <laughs> Let's get to Grab's question for this week. I thought that was his question. It was about Christina Aguilera. More or less, yeah. So right. there we go. That's Grab's question for the week. Thank you, Grab's. Thank you very much, Grab's. <laughs> no, his question, his subject for this week is transportation options. And he writes, I recently saw a poll on Twitter about Sanjay and him wanting to sing a Christina Aguilera song. 100% no. yes. <laughs> no, he says, I recently saw a poll on Twitter about what Batman, or Batmobile, sorry, was liked the best. For me, nothing compares to the Adam West version. I'd have to almost wow. agree with him. We will get into this, though. This led me to thinking about other modes of transportation in comics and movies, from the X-Men's jet to Spider-Man's motorcycle. Just for you, Troy. <laughs> Heroes travel in many different ways. My questions for you this week are, what are some of your favorite superhero vehicles in comics? Which superhero transportation superpower do you like the best? What are your top three famous movie, comic or not, vehicles? And finally, which superhero regrets their vehicle due to maintenance and fuel efficiency? Ooh. So another loaded question here. Grabs is always bringing it. Always yeah. bringing it. Yeah. Grabs, my man. Yeah, so let's start with the first one here. What are some of your favorite superhero vehicles in the comics? Well, I think we should start with what's the best Batmobile? We'll get into that. This could be a discussion here. Okay, nice. okay, okay. So what's your favorite comic book transportation, motor transportation for a superhero? Oh, I got a couple. Yeah, sure. Um, Wonder Woman's Invisible Jet. Of course. It's, it's lovely. Um, <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the pizza van. Oh, the turtle van. Right? I had that toy. Oh, right? so good. Shooting so pizzas. Or sick. no, shooting manholes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it even came in the Out of the Shadows movie. I think, yeah, it did. <laughs> I think it shot pizzas in the toy, didn't it? The toy did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but in the movie, it was the manholes. Yeah, that, yeah that's that would, right. That would kill a guy. Like, right? Yeah, like pizzas, that, that, That's like manslaughter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that would surely Turtle kill slaughter. Um... <laughs> And then a couple that I don't know if they're com in comics, but uh, the Simpsons car where Homer makes his own car, where like the yeah. horn plays the Kukaracha. That's such a good one. <laughs> yeah, such a good episode. And, oh, I love that with his brother. It bankrupts. <laughs> yeah. Oh shoot! I remember that one. Yeah. That one. Oh, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. No, they should really make that car in real life. And uh, the Futurama <laughs> spaceship. 
Yeah. That like doesn't move, but the whole universe moves around it. You've kind of made. You've kind of jumped to the third question. Well, okay. okay. Um, Save those. <laughs> edit this out, future Tim. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> All so right. So your favorite comic three. one is. So those are your three famous vehicles. Yeah. So the yeah. favorite comic one is the Invisible Jet. Yeah. 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 Will we see that in the movie? Do you think? I hope so. I it, it'd be goes. hard to pull off. I think a lot of people would like attack it. <laughs> <laughs> i think it, i don't know i think they could pull it off maybe like do something where she's even invisible as well and just have some sort of panels that are like reflective so derivative of the helicarrier oh please i think the invisible jet is way faster <laughs> all right troy what's your favorite comic book mode of transportation for uh, my my three as a kid is, I no, no, always just looked... just the one oh, three the one? is is a famous movie it's okay so shoot it's a toss-up between silver surfers surfboard I, oh I, I yeah always always loved i just thought that's so cool especially being in the 90s like that, that's so awesome and as bad as fantastic four two was yeah oh yeah. silver server was kind of dope right like, right oh man yeah so. and even in the comics that's, that's yeah a, that's yeah. awesome it, i saw so a figure cool. of that the other day and i was like should i get yeah this? i know yeah. But that's... Same, i don't know why i passed on it but <laughs> probably won't ever find it again no <laughs> <laughs> you always find those random toys from that era for those movies like in comic shows and stuff you're like like remember we found something like super random at the comic sh- at the comic show. It was like two years ago. Iron Man two or something. Yeah. 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 I do remember. I was actually yeah. with you guys too. It was like three and three quarter inch figures. Yeah, yeah. Wow. <laughs> uh, oh, and uh the X Men's jet. Yeah. Um, nice. was it Blackbird or not Black the It's Blackbird, isn't it? It is Blackbird, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. At least in the cartoon it was. Yeah, pretty badass. <sighs> Love that. So yeah, those are my two comic book ones. Yeah, let me think comic book wise here. You guys took some of the good ones. Is uh is Mjolnir? A mode of transportation. Yeah, I guess yeah, it helps the word so. transport. Yeah. 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 I like That's that. That's a one. good one. Yeah. A little different. I also like the Rainbow Bridge. Oh. Oh, yeah. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Just, just fire them around. It's also in the comics, especially the originals. It's literally a rainbow. It's beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Which actually leads to what's it called? I can't remember off the top of my head here. It's going to drive me nuts. What the actual thing's called. That transfers them around. Oh, the Bifrost? Bifrost, yeah. thank you. Yeah. Yes, so the yeah. Bifrost. That, is that, was, of... that, that was really good in the movies, yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's great in the comic books, too. Yeah. Like, it's it's really well executed. <laughs> you know, I've, do I have to say Captain America's motorcycle? I don't like it. I think yeah. it's, it's pretty know, epic. It's it's okay. I love what he the did. Was he it uh, Ultron? Was that Angel Ultron he yeah. did? It? He throws oh, it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like it. I like it. Speaking uh, of motorcycles, Ghost Rider's motorcycle. Oh, yeah. A flaming motorcycle. The car actually is quite cool too yeah oh, and especially avengers right now yeah oh yeah well, robbie reyes oh it's, so it's like the uh like a different version of of ghost rider yeah um it is he's had a big part in actually agents of shields as well really well done right. agents of yeah. shields even like the flaming skull and all that but the car i like kind of like the car better almost yeah yeah yeah, yeah it's it's, it's kind of cool better than the nick cage motorcycle yeah i think so I like <laughs> or the horse oh the yeah horse. <laughs> i think there's uh i think in one of the the avengers legacy book isn't it like a mammoth or something Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. in the legacy. Yeah, the legacy yeah, stuff, yeah, yeah. the recent stuff. The original yeah. uh, Ghost Rider, yeah, like a million years ago. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Random mammoth. Seriously. That's amazing. Yeah. All right, now, um, what are some, uh, what have we got here? How, which superhero transportation superpower do you like the best? Oh. Yeah, I think we're going to come all to an agreement here. It's yeah. got superhero like the like a power that oh, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. yeah, it's got to yeah. be Nightcrawler. Yeah, it Nightcrawler's is dope. Yeah. Like, like just to transport and like the sound. Boof. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh. 
X2. And X2? Uh, yeah, come on, that's one of the, the best opening scenes. Day. Yeah. Th- that opening scene, oh, that, yeah. that sells it for me. And I'm right? I love that opening And then how'd they get rid of that guy? Like, you do X3 and then no mention? Yeah. Oh, my hell? goodness. What a letdown. Yeah, and so then they bring good. him back, and it's just not the same in the new movies, Nightcrawler. No. 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 That no. one performance, X-Men 2, was just oh. fantastic. That yeah. was... No, Ray Park was Toad. Never mind. It was uh, some British He's guy. in The Good Wife, the actor. I forgot his name. Yeah. Good actor, though. Yeah, Great really actor. good one. Yeah. What about... Uh, Doctor Strange, and they kind of use this quite heavily in Infinity War. Mm-hmm. His little portal things that oh, those are dope. Yeah. You know what? I've appreciated it in the movies. Yes. This really made me like it a lot when he does it, especially his battle with Thanos. Yeah, it's awesome. Oh man, with, yeah. with Spider Man and, yeah. and Star Lord and all that. That's cool. Yeah, and, and dropping Iron Man. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, so good. That one's dope. I, the Speed Force Flash. I was gonna say the, right, the like Cosmic Treadmill. Right yeah, yeah, that's great. Oh man, Flash is awesome. Flash, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, he's up. He's up there. Yeah. Um, speaking of like that, did you like, did you prefer the flash speed or the Quicksilver speed from age of Ultron or the X-Men movies? Because those are those three the first kind X-Men of one was the best one. The one scene with the, the uh, yeah, that was like the so original. Good. Oh, oh, so you're asking of all three speedsters. In yeah. The which ones did you like the best? Yeah. I have to go with uh Brian singers. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'd have to agree. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I honestly on paper, when I heard about it, I thought it's hands down. Joss Whedon was going to kill it with, oh, uh, yeah. with Quicksilver and yeah. no. And the accent was horrible. I couldn't stand, um, flash in, um, justice league. Like I didn't like him at all. They didn't, they didn't so. utilize the speed force quite enough. They did a few yeah. things in picking the batarang out of the air and all that. Yeah. yeah, and I like the race at the end with him and Superman. That was that, cool. That's, that's yeah. a throwback. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I, I would agree actually. Uh, I think the Flash is probably my least favorite Justice League character. Yeah, and and, 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 and I like him. Like yeah. especially what's going on with CW. Yeah, like Grant Gustin's awesome, but this guy. Mm. It just he didn't seem like Wally West to me. No, no. or or, or um, Barry Allen. Yeah, he was Wally West. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, top three famous movie, comic or not, vehicles. So I have two. You have two there. You have the Simpsons one. Futurama. Futurama. What's your third? Uh, it's well, gonna be, it's got to be the Batmobile. Yeah, of course. It has to be. Let's talk, let's talk about this now. Oh, yeah, right. let's do it. We should probably all have it on there. Yeah. What's the best Batmobile? All right, on three. One, two, three. Nolan. Tumblr. On the animated series. Oh, yeah. okay, the, yeah. Because, well, it made the cinematic appearance, so I can still use it. Right? Yeah, is yeah. Is a movie? Yeah, yeah of course. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, I'm going with that animated. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. But no, I'd, I, I, I have to go Nolan. Like, yeah, that one was just so epic. The tank? You see, I don't... Oh, you guys like the tank. Yeah, I love oh, the tank. yeah. Tumblr's like, my favorite. You know what? I love that franchise, so part three, but when I saw the, <laughs> uh, the tank... <laughs> Wait till we have the uh, retrospective. We'll We've been it. promising we'll this for it. months. we got to get to it. <laughs> we'll do it. But when I saw that tank appear, I was like, ah, I, really? Lucius, put that thing away. Yeah, oh, it's so like badass. When oh, he's yeah. like, does it come in black? Like, come on. That's but it makes sense, long. especially now. Like, now I get it. Like, that's cool. Like, it's like a strong, bulky kind of piece of machinery it's like a tank i mean that's yeah. what um even the bvs took note from because the bvs Batmobile oh that's just a lot like one like, notch above yeah, yeah. yeah killing yeah, people like <laughs> up with that you know if he's just gonna shoot the guns and you're gonna not move it's not his fault yeah. that you die i do yeah. i do have a soft spot for the adam west that oh, one yeah. is pretty epic yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. it's yeah. it looks so that. cool i actually like as bad as the movies were the batman and robin and yeah. batman forever with like the use of neon and stuff yeah, they look kind of cool. I had the toys. They yeah. used to light up and make noise. The um, kill. What's his name? Kill, the actor that played him. Val oh, Val Kilmer. Val Kilmer. Yeah, I yeah. had the Batman. I love that one actually. Yeah. I thought it was pretty cool. I had the uh, from Batman Returns. Really, was he pushes the button on top and the oh, things shot off? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Skinny version. Nice, nice, yeah. nice. I actually have the uh, one from the original movie. The uh, 
Jack Nicholson the and the uh, Keaton one. Yeah. yeah, the 89. I have the Batmobile that uh, my daughter plays with all the time. Actually, I have a, a model of it up there. Oh, really? Oh, really? Yeah, it's in, it's still in the box, yeah. Oh, you got to put that oh. thing together. Yeah, That's what are you sick. waiting for? There's no DC in this room. <laughs> as far as he knows, I've hidden a bunch of Batman symbols yeah. around his room. Just everywhere. I turn off, it's just glowing. <laughs> yeah. Why are you so serious, Tim? Yeah. <laughs> 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 Troy, what about you? Oh, um, X-Wing, Millennium Falcon... I mean, of course, those two right there. Um, yeah. Oh, and Ghostbusters. Yeah. Ghostbusters. Oh, oh sure. yeah. Yeah, yeah, of course. That's yeah. a great one. Yeah, yeah I had that toy too. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. Which one? The original or the remake? Oh, no, the original. <laughs> <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> yeah, amazing. I actually still have that at my parents' place somewhere. The, the toy as well. The original Wasn't one. Wasn't it awesome? I might have it here, actually. Nice. I can't remember. That thing was great. Yeah, that, that's a good one. I'm, yeah. It makes me contemplate a bit because I, I definitely have... You know, I, I love the Falcon, of yeah. course. I love the X-Wing. But I've always been a bit more partial to the Empire. Like, I love yeah. the look of the Super Star Destroyer. Oh. But my favorite vehicle in Star Wars is the Adat. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. you're an Adat yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah, I love the Adat. Yeah. So that's number one for me. Uh, or kind of one of the three. DeLorean. Oh, of course. yeah. Yes. That, that's got to be in there. The got to be in So there. iconic. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's just... I, I couldn't. I looked at this and I was the first thing I thought of was it's yeah. got to be the DeLorean. Yeah. And then I probably have to go back to. I'm thinking there's definitely something that we're missing here, um, but I'm gonna throw maybe a little curveball here, the Milano, from oh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh yeah. Yeah, well, that's dope. Yeah. I, and I think it's gonna go down as a classic. Yeah, I got yeah. the Lego here. Yeah. Yeah. I really like. Yeah. Now there's probably some a few other things like yeah, if you made me rank things, of course the Falcon and the X Wing would be on there. Yeah. But just trying to highlight something a little different. Mm-hmm. It's and the thing too with the MCU, there's not really many iconic ships. There's the yeah. helicarrier and there's the Milano, really, and right. there's yeah. the, the Quinjets and that. That's right. But you don't get the same volume of ships that you get out of just if you look at the pure Lego. They're right. mostly yeah. play sets. Yeah. And Star Wars is mostly ships or whatever. That's right. But yeah, that's that's, right. I, I, that's probably my favorite part of this question. I love that. Now finally here, now what superhero regrets their vehicle due to maintenance and or fuel efficiency? Oh, uh, yeah. do you think Solo ever regrets a little bit? I mean, he had to get the fuel. It's been a little rough sometimes. I mean, well, it looks a little rough. <laughs> you know, he, he had to make the uh, ton of maintenance. I yeah. feel like he yeah. had to get Chewie's the always fuel. Pulling that thing apart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. For maintenance, regrets their vehicle for maintenance. I'm gonna have to say here. I'm gonna throw this one out here. Um. It kind of fits it, maybe not. It, the helicarrier from Avengers 1. Like, oh. I literally an arrow took it out. Yeah. Those, those prop blades. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> not much to that thing. Like, I feel like the <laughs> for the size of it and what it's supposed to be doing, basically this floating helicarrier, or, yeah. or what do you get, uh, aircraft carrier. Right. Yeah, yeah. And for an arrow to take it out, it just seems like a simple <laughs> thing. It's like, you ever stuck a stick in a spoke of bike, and it just <laughs> <Yeah>. stops? <laughs> I feel like that just boom, that yeah. helicarrier's on the ground. There is a put l- it on the left. <laughs> There's a large chunk of the first Avengers movie go to fixing the helicarrier. Oh yeah. And yeah. I don't know why Captain America was tasked with it. He just came back from like the nineteen thirties. Like what the hell does he or nineteen forties, what the hell does he know about a flying it yeah. seems to run out of some Air form of electricity. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. I know this one. No. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Iron Man, Iron Man 3, his armor was junk, the extremist. Oh, oh yeah. breaking down every two that seconds. That was garbage. Yeah. That really kind of annoyed me about right? that film. Yeah. yeah. They kept just like, falling apart. Oh, they man. Kind of, there's a throwaway line in there about him, it being a prototype suit or whatever, not ready for battle. Yeah. yeah. But the fact that it just would just... It's like tinsel, yeah. right? Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> tinsel. <laughs> 
Oh, what, a, what a great question. Yeah. That, that's a good that's question. Great that's great, Grabs. I love it. Yeah, man. Awesome. Grabs yeah. always brings the goods. Come sure correct, does. man. He's like Betty Crocker or Martha Stewart. Yeah. He's just always bringing the goods. That's going to be the first time and probably the last time Grabs will be compared to Betty Crocker or Martha Stewart. Yeah. <laughs> there you go, man. I would say. Well, Take I don't know. Maybe, maybe it has. Maybe he has before. Who are we to know? Maybe he makes a lovely like Thanksgiving centerpiece. He might. Well, we'll see. Maybe someday. Yeah, no, he he enough. celebrates Thanksgiving on a different day than us, but that's, that's okay. Yeah, it's <laughs> the, the wrong one. But. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys, let's do the shift back over to our final segment for this episode. And that's talking about Captain Marvel. We teased this a little last week because as we were getting ready to record, we got this announcement from Brie Larson on Twitter that she was preparing to break the internet with EW. Now, we're used to these EW spreads. We see them in everything from Star Wars to Marvel, and maybe sometimes with DC, actually. I think they've done a few. Do they do EW? Aquaman? I, I thought they did Aquaman. Yeah, they did an Aquaman. Suicide Squad? I'm pretty yeah, sure. they did Squad. Right? So they usually yeah. release these things, and we're expecting a trailer here in the not-too-distant future, probably a poster as well. But it's nice to finally see something legit from Captain Marvel, and it's very exciting, as we alluded to at the top of the episode. But what we're going to do here, we're going to kind of run through these photos, give a little bit of commentary around them. So if you're trying to stay far away from any Captain America spoilers, this is the point where Captain we see Marvel. A, did I say Captain He's America? He's a Captain America. Yeah. You just love him so much? <laughs> I do. I do. <laughs> Maybe he'll dude. make an appearance. Is that a spoiler? Oh, He's stay tuned. Frozen? Definitely frozen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they popped him out. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to retcon and put Captain back America's in. history. <laughs> yeah. Like Austin Powers. He yeah. got fro- unfrozen and they refroze him. Ah, jeez. <laughs> So if you're looking for stay away from Captain Marvel spoilers, Captain Marvel, right? Um, this point where we say goodbye, maybe you guys come back a little later when you're happy to listen to a bit of spoilers because we're going to break this down, bring in some comic book knowledge and give our opinion on this. And we're going to start with the cover. And Troy, I know you love all the EW covers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they're, they're big fan. Glorious. Did you find any more love with this one? Um, <laughs> the costume looks great. Yes. Yeah. The costume looks yeah. awesome. The head looks photoshopped, like like the Black Panther posters. Yeah. <laughs> and in the past, there's Iron, there's Robert Downey Jr. in Iron Man suits yeah. in the past that they literally cut his head off. You have images of her in a suit, right? Literally in the article. Yeah, the set <laughs> photo looks photoshopped. Yeah, yeah it's, it's really bad. Bad. The head just seems so out of place. Like mm-hmm. EW, come on! I, I just don't know what's going on. I feel with... like I can see the lines where they cut it in paint. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> No, oh, it's, that's, it's, yeah. This is probably the only time we're gonna kind of kick the crap out of yeah. this article. What do you think about? The well, maybe she had up? a mustache that they had to CGI over. Possibly, you know, maybe I mean, she's growing it for another role, and they couldn't get rid of it. We're gonna talk about CGI in a few minutes. Here. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about the gauntlet sliding up, or maybe I guess it's just her her powers? Eh, there. That's the only time we actually see superhero powers in full effect is on this cover here with yeah Daniel. no no the gauntlet laying up is, is is cool man it's just, i just i really love this costume it's, yeah. it's so comic accurate of the new current marvel now captain marvel um yeah i, I feel you on the the gauntlet sick the, the photoshop or the effects on the gauntlet yeah. look great yeah, like look that cool. works mm-hmm. for me it just really feels like everything else is like one layer and then the head is totally another layer <laughs> they just clipped Over. it off and right yeah some but yeah the, the suit looks awesome what yeah. are your thoughts on the suit sunday this is the first time we're seeing this the female-led superhero yeah we have other like a whole bunch of other females in the mcu but brie larson in this role the suit what are your thoughts on it yeah um i don't know much about captain marvel to be honest with you guys i wouldn't you know if someone would say who would be the first female-led superhero in the mcu 
Uh, for me, Captain Marvel wouldn't have been my guess, but um, just looking at these pictures in the set photos, I'm glad that she's getting her own movie because uh, it looks super badass. The costume looks like like a fight, like a flight suit or something. Like it looks really cool, and then her hands are glowing. I don't know what exactly her power set is, but it looks really cool. Like I'm I'm down for this movie. Like of course I was down before any of these photos came out. But now I'm like really down. Like I'm like, okay, opening night, like getting like four seats just so I have like arm room down. <laughs> <laughs> no, and the the with the suit and all that, I think it it is a nice mixture of realism and comic book. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like they could have went a little bit too far with it and you could have gotten to the Brian Singer leather stuff <laughs> or not enough with it and you find it less believable or less comic accurate or yeah. accurate to the origin of the character. I like that they've gone full bore with this. And Brie Larson, she looks fantastic. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like absolutely fantastic. It's it's hard because the only thing I really know Brie Larson, she was in some comedy not like a, a while ago. 21 Jump Street. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And I had a really hard time because she looked like a high school student yeah and i had a hard time picturing her as this character but now like in these these images bad ass yeah Mm -hmm. she's rocking it yeah and now in in the article they detail a little bit about the character and they seemingly are jumping right into the story they're not doing a full origin we've seen this in the last few with Mm spider-man with black panther is that they've avoided doing the we don't have powers let's show them getting powers losing the powers and then having this kind of hero's glorious end they're jumping right into this, yeah. which is pretty cool. So they maybe will detail it in dialogue or in some sort of context elsewhere, but they're not going to start with her the same way. Like it, it smells a bit like Green Lantern, the, the generic story, like right. fighter pilot, gets powers from space, goes off into space, does her thing, comes back to Earth. It, it's got a very similar vibe to it. So staying mm-hmm. away from that, I think, was quite important. So it seems that they've jumped right into the deep end of this and have her just being part of it looks like possibly just already being part of this this Kree force yeah which is pretty cool and they've seemingly just from the the the, the words in here they, they've changed her, her origin a little bit because if you go back to the comic book origin she was in an explosion her dna got melded with captain marvell's who is a Kree warrior and she ended up getting superpowers and all this so this almost looks like that just in seeing what she's talking about here about her being half Cree, half human, battling this Cree side, which is very unemotional, and this human side that has issues. So she seems to be a, a character that is flawed, which I like. The human <laughs> side of her is flawed. So think of maybe a little bit of Spock. Mm. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say, very yeah. Spock and Kirk, yeah. yes. but in one person. Exactly. Like a very flawed human with you know a temper, you know anger issues, authority issues, melded with this Cree, very analytical type character or type being mm-hmm. so i think it's pretty cool yeah. that they're doing that and they're kind of really a, taking this character in a slightly different direction uh, my captain marvel depth isn't huge i've only read probably the last three or four volumes of captain america they seem to reboot that one constantly yeah. but she's become a, a character that is on a pedestal almost in marvel and has been for the past four or five years so there's a lot of great storytelling to be done here. And I think it's kind of cool that they're changing up her origins. What are you guys' thoughts on them jumping straight into the story and avoiding the origin and, and kind of Marvel now doing this and getting away from the past of we need to start from scratch and work our way up? I I like it. I just don't know much I believe it. Like, I, obviously, they're, they're going to do what they, they're saying. But I think we're definitely going to get flashbacks just because Ooh, yeah, we have she's so listen. unknown yeah. to yeah. the general audience, right? I mean, Black Panther, at least he's introduced someone in Civil War. Spider-Man, what more can I say? Everybody knows Spider-Man. He's had 
five movies before that, right? Yeah. So um, I feel like we're definitely going to get some kind of flashbacks, which is okay. I mean, that's cool. Um, The origin is I'm kind of iffy about because I really liked the fact that she was a human and then she did the whole blood transfusion thing with Marvell and yeah. got her powers because here it feels a little, like you guys mentioned Spock, but a little bit Star-Lord-like too. Yes. You know what I mean? So I feel like they could have just kind of stuck to the original. But yeah. I mean, I'm sure either way it's going to play out. And maybe this is why she is so powerful, so much more powerful than doing the blood, the blood transfusion thing. Yeah. So all around it should be okay, though. Yeah. Um, you know, as you said, they probably will do flashbacks. Um, you know, just saying like Marvel really seems to be going in the one direction where all their movies, like they're not really starting from when they're kids mm-hmm. until when they get their powers. But then you look at DC, like, that's what they always do, right? Like every one of their movies starts with the hero as a kid and then they get their powers, you know, and then they you see them grow up. Aquaman's going to do that. Wonder Woman. So it's just kind of interesting, the contrasting styles between the two companies. Yeah. Um, this one, yeah, it works because like, this is the 21st movie in the yeah. cinematic universe, you know? So let's just jump in and say what she's got her powers and let's just go. Yeah. I think your point is well taken though, Troy. Yeah. Because being a character that no one's really familiar with, I think Black Panther could have suffered from the same thing. Right. Mm-hmm. But they established his world in his own film while introducing him in another movie. Right. Yes, we've got a nod to her in Infinity War. Yes. And they're going to probably have to do a lot of work to get people familiar with the character. But I, I think I'm okay with them jumping in. Now, I'm speaking from someone that's knowledge, knowledgeable from the comic book side right. of things. What they need is the general audience to yes. get into it. So. I think that they're leveraging a bit off of Guardians because we'll talk about some of the characters that come in and this idea about this big space battle going on. And so if they can leverage off of characters like Fury, Coulson, Ronin, yes. Korath, so familiar faces and doing a bit of retroactive retconning, um, I think that they can be successful in just jumping straight into something. Because that's one of the important pieces is that not everything is brand new. Yes. The mm-hmm. idea of space travel is a brand new. The idea of melded human and alien blood types or, or hybrids right. isn't something new so it's something that we're somewhat familiar with mm-hmm. so i'm okay with that but i agree they need to do the groundwork to make people buy into this character feel empathy or sympathy for this character while at the same time enjoy her being a badass yes yeah, yeah. um so there's some other cool photos here and this really does a lot, of, a lot of work to introduce you to Captain Marvel, but also the supporting cast. This has got a very, very strong supporting cast. And one of the main standouts here is Jude Law. Yes. And, you know, he's had comments in the past about why he joined the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and it was Downey's influence for them working on Sherlock Holmes together. Cool. Oh, interesting. So there's a, there's a lot of conjecture out there about who this character is. Marvel has chosen to, to keep him nameless for now. The prevailing theory at the moment, and this is one that I align with, is that he is in fact playing Marvel or Captain Marvel. Yes. The original Captain Marvel from the comic books, who is a Kree warrior, which mm-hmm. this person or Jude Law's character is confirmed to be. He, I think he's the leader of Star Force in this version of Captain Marvel. Do you think he is Marvel or do you think he's some other character and we're just working up because we think that Marvel needs to be heavily involved in the Captain Marvel, the Carol Danvers version of the story. I, I think it would make sense to assume that he's, yeah. he's Marvel, right? But yeah. you, you know Marvel though, right? Like they're always like 10 steps ahead of us. So they'll probably do a switcheroo and drop one name and then the audience will like blow their mind. Be like, oh, like how did I not see that coming? He's Galactus. <laughs> oh, yeah, crazy. Um, <laughs> crazy origin story. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> but uh, yeah, I, you know, over under, I'd have to say over. I, I'd have to say he's, he's uh, Marvel. Yeah, you don't sure. hire Jude Law to, to play a throwaway character, right? Yeah, yeah. No, he's such a good actor. Yeah. And, uh, I'm, I'm gonna go with that. Yeah, it makes the most sense. The character has the most, so much legacy. Oh yeah, in, in the comic books now. Recent times, not so much. There was the death of Captain Marvel years and years and years ago. Mm-hmm. But I'm I'm pretty excited to see what these two can do together. Apparently, he's taken her on as maybe a bit of a pet project, a bit right. of a mentor mentee type of a relationship. So to me, that fits the Marvel Captain Marvel. You know, she takes that name because of him in right. some fashion or other. I think that can really work. There's the few scenes. I I don't know if these are are on purpose, but he always kind of looks pissed off. So <laughs> he's got a bit and there's there's a twist in here somewhere and I don't know if he's the twist or if Ronan is or some there's something feels a slightly off to me about yeah. this character for now and why he looks more human don't quite know yet yeah that's true because yeah. the queer like a late turquoise yeah like kinda. a green but yeah. they they seem to have at least some variation but the like the base Cree is bluish right teal or whatever right do you think they could do like um. Kind of where they pulled an Ant-Man and the Wasp. Uh, what was it? Um, Lawrence Fishburne's character, uh, Goliath. Goliath, yeah. How he's kind of like, he wasn't bad, but he wasn't really... Yeah, he had he was, other motivations. Yeah, yeah, like he could maybe start off shake like that. I don't know. That, that would eventually. almost fit what I'm seeing here. Right. Is that he, he has a vision, kind of like, say, not the extremist version of Ronan. Like, he has a specific vision for the Kree that doesn't really align with the uh, Supreme Intelligence, which is the Kree a master or whatever or ruler right and he's trying to do something using carol her power set this godlike power set right and trying to twist her into in kind of doing his bidding right I, okay I yeah get See, that a little yeah bit. for sure yeah yeah i can i can feel that yeah now one of my favorite images from this spread is the image of star force which is really cool it's it's a it's a comic it's actually more of a villainous team in the comic books it's it's kree and some of the characters in here there's um some of the big guys in the background. Well, there's, there's Korath, who is from Guardians of the Galaxy. He has the kind of sovereign next to his head. He's the first guy that Star-Lord meets. Great throwback to that. Um, there's, uh, I believe, Jula's character is in this, Ultimus and Captain Atlas, which are two characters from the comic books as well. And there's Minerva. So she's the female. She's a sniper. Oh. Really cool characters. They all have that blue. Most of them have the blue hue here. And then Ronan the Accuser. Yeah. I'm so pumped that this character is in this film. Played yes. by Lee Pace again. Oh, Great actor. And we didn't get the Ronin I think that we wanted in <laughs> no. Guardians of the Galaxy. He was this extremist version of Ronin. We may see a somewhat of a backstory to Ronin in this, why he goes that direction, why Korth goes with them. Yeah. So it's kind of cool. They're telling a little bit of a side story, kind of interweaving major parts of the Guardians universe, and we're probably going to see some more of the S.H.I.E.L.D. stuff. So this is a nice melding of the Guardians, a Captain Marvel, and you know Origins of S.H.I.E.L.D., type story all in one film but seeing him here in the proper green like we've seen him in the comic books yeah. he's ronin the accuser here i'm super pumped about this oh man he looks good he looks really good i guess rumor has it that the same icon on captain marvel's um chest there is spotted somewhere on his, his hammer oh really oh, really Supposedly. not in this photo necessarily but just in general i think even if you can go back in uh Guardians, yeah i can I see him just zooming in oh, here you can definitely see it, see it. Yeah. yeah, so yeah. that's that's uh that's that's pretty cool that they, cool. they put that in there, that detail. But um yeah, I, I'm 
glad to see this character, you know, being in his original form. Like you mentioned, it's, it's here in the nerd room right now in a Marvel Legends <laughs> six inch scale looking great. And yeah. um, man, I, I'm great. I, I mean, I'm really excited because I really do like this actor and I feel like it's a missed opportunity as good as guardians was. Yeah. He was a missed opportunity. I feel like now Marvel's on the right course of correcting their villains. And I feel like this guy could be someone maybe you'll even be behind. Who yeah. knows? Um, so. Remind me, does he die in guardians? Yeah. And the ultimate dance off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh uh, yeah, maybe yeah. maybe he's here to be a dance teacher. For well, this takes place before, right? So, oh, so he doesn't know. So he's gonna be like step up, and step like up he's 3D. gonna fall in love with Carol, and you know, because he's from the wrong side of the tracks, oh, and she did ballet, and he was a like punk. Yeah? yeah. Okay. <laughs> Come on. The, the interesting thing I've taken away from this photo outside of Ronan and the Star Force here is one her suit, which looks pretty cool, which eventually gets evolved into the red and blue one yeah. yeah but she looks pretty pissed off at ronan mm-hmm. and so it's it'd be interesting to see their relationship if they have more of an antagonistic relationship if we see ronan playing more of the kind of kree warrior the celebrated warrior and she's kind of on the outside a little oh, bit yeah. so it's really cool to see maybe ronan in less of a villainous position and more in a hero at least to the kree right so yeah, I, I, there's a lot That's of work cool. they can do in here yeah. i'm pretty yeah. excited yeah, for i feel this. that um, and then the, the, the image that gets us all, come on, the scrolls. Yeah. Look at this. This and, blew me away. It's, and it's, and it's in daylight. This is like, yeah. nothing here is dark. There's none of this darkness to hide the effects. Like yeah. this is right in your face, looking green, looking like the scrolls. The ears, the chin, everything. <sighs> Lean, wow. mean, fighting machines. Yeah. It's the, the makeup is incredible. This almost looks all practical. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, the, the suit, the makeup and it's Ben Mendelsohn here is the kind of the, the leader of the scrolls. Mm-hmm. Oh, the Director guy Krennic. from Ready Player One. Ready yes, Player One. Ready Player yeah. One. Yeah, exactly. Fantastic. I think they absolutely nailed the scrolls here. Love the look. I am yeah. so excited for this and for the inevitable Phase 4 appearance. Super scrolly. Think we'll get them? I don't know. Not in this. <laughs> Not in this, yeah. <laughs> but that, that's a fantastic 4 of Yeah. So the character that Ben Mendelsohn is playing here, and I think it's the one that's front and center more or less here, it's a character called Talos. So he's from the comic books. In the comic books, he can't shapeshift. But from another image that we get here in this book, we see Ben Mendelsohn in human form. Oh. So it appears that they're not adapting that exact flaw of that scroll. Because uh. there's like four different types of breeds of scrolls. They have the Celestials came yeah. and did their tinkering. I think there's like the Eternals. Yeah. The regular scrolls that we all know. And there's two other kinds. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I can't so, remember off the top yeah, of my head. Yeah. It's yeah. crazy. Okay. Good callback though. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's that. This this blew my my brain apart. Yeah, the fact that we're getting not only Captain Marvel, we're getting some retcon history of Ronan, Korath, and all that yeah. Star Force, but we're also getting the Skrulls in here as the main villain, a very appropriate villain, I think. Yeah, because the big thing is the Kree Skrull War. That's well, going to so, be the yeah. backdrop yeah. to a lot of this. For sure, there's I, some. Yeah, Sorry. I think we're going to get dropped directly into that. The Kree Skrull War. Cool. That's I, that's my guess is where cool. we start. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, the interesting thing is. X-Men Dark Phoenix has the scrolls. Yeah. So, and it comes out in January. This comes out in March. Yep. So we're going to have in theaters, two different movies from two different companies featuring the scrolls. Feels like Quicksilver all over. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Who wore it better? <laughs> one of them will be on Netflix and the other one will be on the big screen. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know <laughs> if Dark Phoenix is ever going to get released. I know. At this point. But um, yeah, no, I'm super excited for this. The scrolls look pretty sweet. And I think they're going to look even better because there's no effects added you know cgi and stuff they always yeah. touch it up in post yeah so uh, you know as good as these guys look stay tuned because they're gonna just look even better in march 
Well, and I think they're here to stay. I think this is yeah. just the beginning. Like you and I have been talking about for a while now on the podcast that we're definitely going to see these guys pop up. They're just planting the seeds here. This, this is, isn't Cameron Father for no, sure with the, these guys, yeah, right? Yeah, this is the start of something yeah. much, much yeah. bigger. And the fact, too, that Ben Mendelsohn's playing the like the villain here, the main villain, this is a guy that if he's going to stick around, I, I'm very pleased for that. And the fact that we're going to get the sh- shape-shifting... Uh, CGI at some point yeah. here, yeah, because he's gonna go back and forth. It's oh, it's gonna be so good. It's gonna be crazy. Yeah. Uh, I'm going back to you mentioned the origin of Captain Marvel's change, so we don't know who her parents are gonna be necessarily. No, yet then. and like that's that's the big big pivotal piece of right. it. Is, did she have a Kree mother and a human father, mm-hmm. very much like Star Lord, right? Or is it some weird... Because the, the Kree have been known to like tinker with DNA. So they're the mm-hmm. reasons for the Inhumans. Right. And it was this explosion. So it was more of an accidental type of occurrence for Captain Marvel. Right. And they're playing a bit of this two breeds and the struggle and the battle, the internal battle between the two of them. Mm-hmm. So I, I kind of like that for, for personal development of Carol Danvers. Right. I find that if she can strike a balance or develop the character based off of that i think that will go a bit further than her having this kind of like spontaneous event right where she gets the dna but you run into the star lord issue right right is, right who's her father is jude law her father right you know yeah. is it so there has to be is it is she an experiment you know mm-hmm. so there's they got to figure some of that out too right. and i'm we'll get it at some oh point yeah here. yeah um now speaking about cgi and the excitement around cgi how about this Sam Jackson, Nick Fury, <laughs> <laughs> very young Nick Fury, 90s wow. Nick Fury. Yeah. This technology, and I'm going to th- throw a bit of a grenade at DC here. <laughs> this is a still image of this de-aging technology. Now, yeah. they've never given us anything like this. This is usually for in-movie consumption only. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like we saw, they, they did it with um, Michael Douglas. Yeah. They did it oh, with Rob Downey Jr. Michelle Kurt Douglas, Pfeiffer. Michelle yeah. Pfeiffer. So they've gotten very good at this technology or with this technology. Yeah. And it looks like Fury's going to have a reasonably sizable role in this. Like they've taken this to the next level. We're used to seeing this for, you know, a, a finger snap. Right. Now, I think the longest we've ever gone is the downy stuff. Yeah. And oh, yeah. In uh, Civil, Civil War. War. Civil War. Yeah. Yeah. This, we may have 15 minutes of screen time with Sam, Sam and the Jackson throughout this whole film. I'm just guessing here. But there's a reason they threw this up. Right, they like look at what we can do. <laughs> it looks awesome. Two eyes, young looking Samuel Jackson. Yeah, yeah. very, very, very know, green Asian. Yeah. Yes, yeah. So I'm, uh, I'm excited for what they can do here with Shield because, again, they're building history, you know, with Ronan, but they're also doing a Shield thing here. Mm-hmm. I mentioned how they're melding so much of this universe. Um, Clark Gregg is back as Agent Phil Coulson, yes. so they're going to be applying this de-aging technology to him. He's going to have to be like a teenager, yeah, or something like early twenties. Yeah, that's gonna be yeah. crazy. Yeah. Yeah, he'd be a rookie, right? Oh yeah, if Samuel yeah. Jackson's in this position. Yeah. Like he's got like I I'm not sure how close their ages are. They got to be 15, 20 years apart in real life. That's I would crazy. Think. I, I wonder yeah. if we'll see um that'd be crazy if they if they had his dad yeah. in here cuz you know in the comics right, his dad is the original Nick Fury. Yeah. I, I I don't know who knows if they'll do it, but yeah, this de-aging effects, I swear every film that comes out it just gets better and better to the point where it's just like, man, you just you don't need to have to cast a young Indiana Jones. You can just have Harrison Ford to play a young yeah. Indiana yeah, Jones. Yeah, right. That's, I think that's crazy. where we're heading. Yeah. Well, and that's also awesome about the continuity of, of these films is that we don't have to recast a younger Nick Fury. Yeah. They can just use Sam Jackson. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, just yeah. change his face out. It's yeah. fine. Yeah. Like, this is, 
it's great. And, you know, this is going to connect very nicely to the end of Infinity War. Mm-hmm. You know, we threw that theory out last week in the Avengers 4 Fan Theory podcast that we did about the connectivity yeah. between Doctor Strange, Carol Danvers, and Nick Fury potentially here. Go back and listen. Yeah. It's an incredible, it's not our theory, it's a theory that's out there. We credit the person that, that came up with it. Mm-hmm. But, uh, man, this, this DH and stuff absolutely unbelievable it's great and even samuel jackson himself uh you know he said himself as the reaction was just impressed all yeah. around right yeah so, i'm sure his wife was too <laughs> <laughs> now the, the last photo we're going to talk about here before we sign off is one of photon now this is a character um i don't know if this character maria rambo uh, rambo yeah is in the comics but her daughter which is referred to it in this article, uh, Monica Rambo is a current character in the comic books. So she seems to be playing one of Carol's oldest friends and ally. They're both, you know, we see both photos of them in these fighter jets and all that. So it's going to be interesting to see how they develop the, the groundwork there for that relationship and how they play off each other. The only question I got about both of these photos with, with both this, her name's Photon in this, um, is the timeline seems a bit funny to me here. You know, was she on Earth first and then left doing this fighter jet stuff, then left, or did she come back to Earth and become a fighter jet pilot? You know what I mean? That's kind of cheating because if you've already, like, flown the cosmos then you come back to Earth and be a fighter jet, like, you have an unfair advantage. Yeah. (laughs) Well, and that throws a bit of a wrench into this idea that I had said, like, we're going to jump straight into the Kree Skull Mm -hmm. War, is that it doesn't make sense for her to come back and be a fighter. It makes sense for fighter jet pilot, leave, then come back for some reason. Right. Um, so I don't know how they're going to work all of that because d- depending on where I am in this article, I have a couple of different opinions, but the fighter jet thing is what throws me off. Hmm. That seems like a, a reasonable origin story. She was a fighter jet pilot. Oh, she yep. found out she has powers, takes off to space, does her thing, comes back for some reason or other. Right. Yeah. Like that seems like your normal origin story type. Mm-hmm. Of, yeah, that's true. Of yeah. story. Yeah. So I, I don't know. So yeah. So you're guessing obviously then she found out later that she had well the assumption is that and like just from reading the article that they kind of jump right into it right yeah that they don't really do a backstory so i and like what's her reason for coming back to earth as well right like you're flying around on the star force yeah what's your reason why come unless she gets booted out well that might be it right or something is we well and that's a very good point we may end up getting thrown or thrusted into the kree skull war right she gets booted out of the star force she finds herself back on earth kind of just slumming around yeah and builds herself back up through shield or whatever because right, that's why she'd be such a good pilot because yeah. if she was flying these things she's yeah like, well what's this this is, yeah. This, yeah. Is, this is nothing well you so. know maybe her and photon will be playing beach volleyball <laughs> well highway to Top the danger down. zone place <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> do you think we'll see a uh, sword in uh i'd love to see it yeah. i think we're a bit early well maybe not in the 90s i guess yeah it's something that i think it's been referred to in shield Oh, have they mentioned it in the TV I series? I think. I might be cool. wrong. I'm not totally caught up. I think Kyle's cool. caught up on that, so he might be able to tell us. But, um, cool. yeah, I'm, I'm super excited about this. Like, yeah. overall, guys, like, what are your thoughts? Like, what's your anticipation for Captain Marvel? Has this raised the bar for you a little bit? Are you about where you were? Like, how are you feeling about it? Super excited, man. I can't wait for this film. Like, 2019 is going to be nuts. Avengers yeah. 4, Captain Marvel, Spider-Man Far From Home. Like this Episode is 9? An episode, episode 9. Yeah. yeah. Shazam? Shazam. Shazam. No, it's, it's going to be crazy. I, I, I love Brie Larson here. She looks great. Seeing that costume, I'm just like, man, this would have looked so cool on Charlie Theron. Because I still think she would have been like, yeah. just a wicked Captain Marvel. But all around, no, I'm still impressed here. And um, the set photo, or not even the set photo, the original image that we see here as opposed to the uh, 
Entertainment Weekly. The cover, yeah. 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 This one's way better. But uh, that costume is just fire, man. The costume designers over there at Marvel Studios is top-notch. Killer. Because they still stay faithful to comic books, you know, mm-hmm. but still bring it to life. Yeah. yeah. Believable, yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. How you feeling about this now, man? Well, first off, Charlize Theron is, you know, she's going to be in Wonder Woman 3. That's we right. all know. We okay. all know because her and Patty Jenkins go way back. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Monster. Uh, yeah. 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 She won the Academy Award. Yeah. Um, honestly, my anticipation level was pretty high because Marvel's track record was pretty good. But there was no like basis for that high anticipation. Now it's at the same level because I actually have something to back it up. Yeah. So, I, you know, it, it's always been high and it continues to be high. Nothing that I've seen here dampens my anticipation for this film. Um. It's just like wetting our appetite because, you know, they're just coming out, dropping little like teasers with us. You know, it's like a feather tickling your toe. You know, you're not going to go full out laughter, but you're just going to get a little bit of laughter. And that's what these are because, you know, they're going to step back. They're not going to go full bore into their uh, marketing campaign yet. Just little teasers. And I like I like the tickle that Marvel has given me. Yes. <laughs> Very well put. <laughs> no, I agree with you guys fully. I am super stoked about this film. I said this over to to Mark Radcliffe over on his kind of small community on Patreon. I said, this is the most excited I've been for an MCU film based off stills. I said at the top of the episode, I'll say it again here. It, this did something for me. I don't know what it is. It's between Captain Marvel, the Ronin stuff, the Skrulls, Sam J- Like They gave us a nice insight into bits and pieces of this film without really giving away much. We knew all this was coming. Right. But seeing it fleshed out now, absolutely incredible. This movie, I think, is going to be huge like huge if we're doing the the fantasy which we will do next year oh, yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be at the top of one of our lists because i think this wow. movie this movie to me has a a very iron man feel to it mm. I, I don't know okay. what it is i don't know if it's just because she's standing in the desert here or what yeah i've got that that vibe to it and i think that it could play like an iron man but also play to the significance the same way that black panther did Nice. And it's in that March time frame, big yeah. window. Oh, yeah. This has potential to run away with a box office. Definitely. And I think wow. it has really high potential to be a real standout in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. They have the great track record. Yeah. More recently, even so. And if they put, they've put the time into this character, they've waited long enough. Yep. Yeah. And they're building this into continuity proper. This is her introduction before Avengers 4. This is the film that they're going to need to say, this is the reason why... Nick Fury called her. Yes. This is the reason why she's in this film. And it's going to be a proper torch passing. This is the beginning of it. She is going to take the reins from an Iron Man, from a Captain America. This movie has to do it. And from this, just these stills, the trailer is going to probably blow us all away. I think it's going to be next year's Black Panther. Yeah, for sure. Wow, this oh, is high I think praise. it's going to be big. I don't know. Like, I don't know if it's going to get to the point where it's like we have to take it off our list. I don't know. <laughs> no. no, I don't. I, no more taking off the list okay. because Black Panther overtook Avengers 3. I know. Yeah, I so know. we just never know. Um, well, I wow. think we'd have to take off Avengers, though, like next year. No. We keep it on the table? You got to keep it on because you got episode nine. True. And then whoever gets oh, the third okay. pick, if those two go one, two, we'll get two back to back. Okay. And we'll get Captain Marvel and something else. So, so you guys are thinking Captain Marvel's well over 400 mil at this point. I think it's going to sail upwards of that domestically wow. i gotta see the trailer like i can't well i, can't I agree see yeah, I yeah. Based off, I, just yeah. based off like here you know like uh internet chatter we all love going the there's boards. a lot of internet chatter of people saying that this is gonna be a dud i don't think so they I haven't had a dud in 20 movies what are the chances the 21st is a dud? yeah i know it's weird on twitter i did hear or see some people saying it's gonna be a little bit better than atman numbers which was like i don't really? think so. i don't i, I think know. it'll be high i know no right way i, know. I think it'll do better than this that, is for sure 
this will open if if I would say the lowest it'll go is a Wonder Woman opening, which was a hundred eleven or something, hundred twenty opening. Wonder Woman was yeah. I think like one hundred five. Yeah, it's it's gonna do hundred plus easy. I think yeah. this this like like I said and like you said, Troy, this has the potential to be a Black Panther. Yeah. I don't know if it will have the same like cultural impact mm. that that Wakanda and Black Panther did. Right, but I think out of the gates, the position it's in. The, the significance of this being the first female-led Marvel film. Yeah. Look at what Wonder Woman did for the genre. Yeah. This is a, like another step in that direction. Yeah. And I think it has major potential. And what I'm seeing here, like for the, for the Marvel fan, yeah. they're catering to a lot of, of likes here. There's a mm-hmm. huge appeal, a broad appeal to not only the Captain Marvel fans, but the friends of the Kree and the Skrull and everything. Like, yeah. The Guardians it, fans. Yes. Right? Oh, that's true. That's why he had a hard push after Infinity War. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that was like a little teaser right there. Yeah. 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 And they're going to build this. They're going to build this as, you know, this is what Captain Marvel is. You know, she's awesome. She's this. But also, you need to see this before Avengers 4. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Like, it's yeah. it's going to be your prelude to Avengers 4, essentially, you know? Yeah. And so they, they marketed Ant-Man and the Wasp in similar fashion. Like, where yeah. were Ant-Man and the Wasp? Yeah. And that movie's done better than Solo. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> yeah. crazy. Domestically. Yeah, wow. it's pretty crazy. It just passed it, I think, last yeah, weekend. That's even. Crazy. Yeah, who would have guessed? You know, but... Not us. <laughs> I actually thought, you know, I actually thought going into Ant-Man, I thought it was going to do a little bit higher, um, box office-wise, because it did, like, 213, which is, by no means, an Ant-Man sequel doing over 200 million. It's fantastic. It's done over six, I think, globally. Though. Yeah, like, it's done it's really crazy. well. Yeah, but my thing is, like, it's I thought... It's almost better than... Justice League, I think. <laughs> if not better than Justice League. But big things come in small packages, I guess. <laughs> <There you go. laughs> um, but I thought it was going to be even more of a bump for Infinity War because everyone came out of that film. You had Black Panther, you had Infinity War. You know, you could argue those are the two best MCU films to date. Everyone, like that's like $1.3 billion in domestic box office. And everyone's like, oh, this, this is MCU can do no wrong. And then for it to go like way down, like I was thinking Ant-Man and the Wasp when we took it would be, do well over 300 mil. Maybe my expectations were too high, but I definitely thought it was going to be like 300 mil easily because of the residual effects. Like yeah. Iron Man 2, 3. This is a big bump weekend and all that, but. Yeah. You know, this, this time frame too, July. This thing was buried. Yeah. In yeah. other films too. Yeah. Captain Marvel's got, I don't know what comes out around it, but if you look at Black Panther came out in February, that had like a three month run yeah. of almost nothing. Yeah. yeah, there's no competition. And coming out in March here, March 2019, it could have a month and a half where there's nothing that's comparable to it. Right. I think there is like a big Disney production coming in around there. I may be mistaken because I'm not too sure, but I think Shazam comes out in April as well. Yeah. So, so it'll be a couple that. weeks. Shazam's going to be another big one, I think, too. I think so, too. But, anyways, guys. That about wraps it up for us but here. I want to keep talking. The, yeah, I know. <laughs> We're up on our hour and a half. That this is our our, our hard stop. The hour and a half mark. Please here pay a dollar ninety nine for each additional minute. Yeah. So we got about ten seconds to finish here. <laughs> That's what. Anyways, she said. <laughs> it's been an absolute blast talking nerd again with the three of us in the nerd room. Hopefully our audio held up because we were having issues with it. We fixed it, but. We're not going to know until we finish this recording if it's shit or not. Well, that's because he called the IT man from India, and I came and fixed it for you yep, guys. you got it. Just walked into the room. There you go. Did you try to restart your computer? <laughs> yeah. It works and, 100 times. Yeah. Anyways, if you'd like to be part of the Nerd Room, you can always email us at thenerdroom at gmail.com. You can hit us up on Facebook or YouTube. And you can always catch us on Twitter. Our handles are at the end of the episode. And give a big shout-out to our man, 
Rob Way, he does endorse this from Emotionally14, so go check out everything going on over at Emotionally14.com. And you can always grab everything that we do at TheNerdRoom.net and StarWarsCommonwealth.com as well. Go check out the rest of the Commonwealth. Everyone is just producing incredible, incredible content. Except for that one podcast. You know who you are. Yeah. <laughs> Listen to Sunday. <laughs> Anyways, until next week, everyone. For the Nerd Room, I'm Tim. I'm Troy. And I'm Sanjay. Welcome back. (laughs) And thank you for entering the Nerd Room. This has been a Nerd Room Podcast production. You can find our hosts, Tim, Troy, and Sanjay, on Twitter at TheNerdRM, TroyTheBoy87, and Sanjabi. For more content from the Nerd Room, check out TheNerdRoom.net. Don't forget to subscribe to the Nerd Room on iTunes, Podbean, and YouTube. Be sure to head over to StarWarsCommonwealth.com to find more podcasts in the Star Wars Commonwealth Podcast Network, including Talk Star Wars, Tumbling Saber, Generation X-Wing, Rogue Squadron Podcast, Skyrim's Podcast, and San Diego Sabers. Follow the Star Wars Commonwealth on Twitter at SW Commonwealth and take your first steps into a larger world.